the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. And here I am with a studio full of artisans and wise ones. And you might find out they're wise crackers as well. We'll find out during the show whether they're going to jump into that mode and we have to pray for them or not. You know, my friends, welcome to Come Together San Diego. And uh, you know, by listening to the show uh, for many months, that uh, our heart cry is with the Christian artisans. Now, artisans could Im- include uh, authors. It could include uh, artists. It could include any one of a number of musicians, any one of a number of of uh, art forms, but we really embrace that in San Diego County, and I thought this would be a great time to bring in uh, uh, the topic of uh, writing in the body of Christ, and uh, a couple of my favoritest, favoritest friends, um, the Kingdom Writers Association, Bray Wyckoff, and Awakening International's founding pastor, Craig Muster, and they have been in the thick of artisan stuff for a long time. Bray, how you doing? I'm doing well, Cass. How are you? Fine. I'm doing fine. And Craig, Reverend Mighty Pastor. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, uh, Craig, pulled out, he Craig pulled out the Reverend yeah. card. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled that one out. Watch out. I duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have a lot of time, uh, fun times here, guys, because we're going to talk about uh, God's heart cry for, for building the arts in San Diego and beyond, and uh, the first hour we're going to have you guys and some of your uh, people call in and read excerpts of their stuff and in the second hour we're going to have a pastor who was a former pastor in San Diego now he's in Texas his name is Mark Baxter and we're going to have him talk about the content of his book called Discover Your Blind Spots. So we're going to have just a blast my listening friends so glad that you're here. Bray uh, founder uh, of Kingdom Writers Association. Why don't you uh, give us a little quick overview in this segment? And I'm going to just, as as I always do, invite Craig Muster to do color commentary on this anytime you want. <laughs> and any of your little barbs, we're okay yeah. with all of that. Yeah, that's so if we'd have brought a keyboard, you could do it on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bray, lay it on us. Uh, well, I'm a father of three. I'm a grandfather of six. I've been married to my beautiful wife, Jill, for 25 years. Yes. Uh, born and raised here in San Diego, which is a rarity these days. And uh, Kingdom Writers Association started in 2016 um, when the Lord called me to gather his scribes and give him room to speak. Yes. And that's what we've been doing ever since. Every month we gather and we have now, now 150 members. Uh, Kingdom Writer Army is being risen up here mm-hmm. in San Diego and around the world. It's just amazing to hear all the testimonies that are happening. But... Um, it's just fun to be involved with that. I've been called to write, and that's the air I breathe. It's just writing. <laughs> I like it. It is. Oh, he just breathed another breath of writing. I <laughs> yeah. saw it coming yeah. through his nostril. Another story came in. <laughs> <laughs> and I, one of my favorite people is uh, Craig Muster. We've been friends for quite some time. Yeah. One of the things that really draws has drawn me to you, Craig, is you really have a vision 
for the arts, but also what God is doing in the overall collective body of Christ, not only in San Diego County exclusively, but beyond. And so your ministry, if you go into uh, their church at Awakening, Awakening International, you, you will see this live and well in through the entire service as well. Quick words before we get into more specific on the show. Craig? Yeah, just absolutely love watching what God is doing here in San Diego County and what he's doing around the world and waking people up to their design and getting them to move into creativity. And that works itself into writing. It works itself into business. It works itself into all the different arts where we get to put an, we get to express the glory of God on earth Yes, in such a way that causes people to say, Oh my God, he exists and he's that good. Well, one of the things that I've noted for over the years, I know both, uh, uh, Craig and, and Bray have been along with me watching God do stuff in San Diego County and seeing what it is going to look like. And we've become more and more aware. I used to think it was all going to be on the pastors and the church mentality. It isn't. It isn't. It's yeah. tied to the people who are in the seats and in the ministry and a little bit more obscured because God wants all of us to rise up to the fullness of our calling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, when I see worshipers worshiping and I see writers writing and I see uh, singers singing and, you know, and artists doing art renderings and things like that on canvas, I go, this is it. This is where we really reach the multitudes. And I know your heart, Bray, is on that as well. Yeah, that's what it is. I just, uh, my heart is to see people unlocked. Both of our hearts are. It's just, that's our calling in life. It's like the more we see people rise up, risen up to what their calling is and what their their true design, the true, when they start hearing the voice of God so clearly and that nothing else in this world matters, that just that just sets us ablaze. Exactly. And uh, we just love it. And one of the things that I see, Craig, is in, in your environment, in your, in your church environment at Awakening International, I see these artisans working in harmony with one another. It's not just, now it's, it's, it's keyboard time. You're a remarkable singer and keyboard player as uh, your wife and so many others in that environment yeah. are. But also you've got uh, artisans like your, your wife, uh, uh, Jill Wyckoff, is excellent doing artwork. And sometimes I see an, kind of a blend of different artisans teaming up together is really remarkable. I know that's part of where your heart is, Greg. Yeah, I think that's how creatives work is we work off each other and we realize that the body of Christ is actually the hero. The ultimate hero in the story is Jesus, Mm -hmm. but the body is Jesus's body. The ministers, meaning apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, we are guides. But the actual heroes are the people that yeah. do the work. They hear the, they hear the voice and they obey. And the challenge for, yep. I have to say, my listening friend, the challenge for those of us who are in the pastoral position is to have the wisdom to be able to let them be whom they've been called to be. Sometimes it's a, a temptation for you to go, well, here's what I need. Fulfill this need. And what we realize, beginning to realize, is God's calling them to be... Uh, bigger than our vision. And so we have, yeah. as a pastor, we have to learn to encompass their vision in our vision. That's correct. It's, it's not our role to manage people. It's, it's actually our privilege to unleash people. Oh, like and if that. we start unleashing them rather than managing them, watch out because the body of Christ in Ephesians, it says it fills all things in all ways. It's crazy. That scripture right there talking about the body of Christ doing something that the fivefold cannot do. 
Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to ask uh, Brave for his insights on this in, in a minute. But, but let me tell you something, my friend. What we want to do on this two-hour show, because this whole thing is going to be about artisans, and in particular on this show, about writing. What we want to do is if you just happen to have a little seed of desire to become a writer uh, as the artisan component that, that you feel called to do, we want to, what we say, blow on the smoking the the, the, the smoking. Uh, What's the word? The, the embers. The embers. Thank you very much. I knew that he could help me fill in the gap. <laughs> yes. Uh, Why were you that. looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> You're the writer. Man. You're the writer. <laughs> You're the man of words. <laughs> so God wants to, to cause these embers to be aflame in, in your life. So you know what I'm going to do right now? And then I'm going to have Bray, uh, as we close the segment, talk a little bit more about this and as we enter in. Because Bray also is a writer in his own, an author in his own right. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. But before we do, if you're stirred in your heart to be um, a writer or any other artisan, any other any other art craft, uh, we have some people standing by on a phone line to not only pray with you about that, but also to speak into you and engage you in launching you into that calling. I'm going to give you this number a couple times, so grab a pen and write it down throughout this entire two-hour show. We're going to have that phone line open, and this person, actually, he's also, his name is Neil. He's also a member of a Kingdom Writers Association, but here's the number. Are you ready? 858 858- Five three five ninety ninety. I mean, that's pretty simple. Eight five eight five three five ninety ninety. You can give that number a call, and Neil will give you some more information about Kingdom Writers Association, but also pray over you and inspire you to move onward and upward. So um, we've got about probably a minute left in this segment. How do you want to to um, to stir people here, and then we'll jump into the next segment. Bray Wyckoff. Well, it's interesting. I think uh, what I hear most common is that people. Uh, are looking for a group. They're looking for people to co-labor with, to collaborate with, and they just don't know where to go. Um, And then they search on the internet and God leads them to Kingdom Writers Association. And then they show up for one of our meetings and then they go, wow, I found my home. I found my tribe. They, they know who I am as a writer and what I'm struggling with. And uh, there's a demon out there um, that that his sole goal in his name is isolation, uh, and writers need to be very careful of being isolated. And it is time you hear this that God's calling you out to start writing. If you haven't, even though you have this feeling inside of you that you need to write, but you haven't yet, there's a calling inside of you that God's urging you to write, and uh, it is time. And uh, we hear this more and more all the time about people gathering. Uh, and getting together in groups. Um, there's a reason why Jesus sent them out two by two, yeah. and we encourage other people to go out two by two and write together. Yes. Well, there's a scripture that I use in Hebrews, and it relates to this as well. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as a manner of so, uh, some is, but so much the more as you see the day approaching. Part of the gathering together is like-minded, like-hearted people coming together. And, you know, Scripture says one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand. Can you imagine if you get a bunch of writers together and how one can inspire the other? Or mm-hmm. uh, artists, canvas art, artists, or any other kind of art form, or singers or musicians. Can you imagine? We've seen in San Diego, we've yep. seen musicians gather together, and it has been remarkable, hasn't it, Craig? We've got about uh, 30 seconds more, so any thought on that quickly, and then we'll jump into the next segment. Yeah, it has been amazing to see people gathering. And, you know, and this is its not just gathering without a purpose. It's Good. gathering with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And as long as everybody's harmonizing to what the Holy Spirit is leading, 
watch out. It's going to be amazing. That's right. Let Holy Spirit be Holy Spirit. Then the church can be the church. My listening friend, we are going to be entering into the next segment momentarily after this commercial break. But uh, Bray Wyckoff and uh, Craig Muster of Awakening uh, International, we're going to be joined together and talk more about what God is doing, not only through the body of Christ, but Y-O-U. You're going to be absolutely excited because you get a big role to play in what God is planning for San Diego County and beyond, especially if you're an artisan. My listening friend, Craig and uh, Bray and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we have returned. It is absolutely hard to stay serious in an environment like this. Uh, Craig Muster, <laughs> Awakening International, and uh, Bray Wyckoff, and uh, Kingdom Writers Association. I mean, I, I, let me tell you, Bray, how appreciative I am of you because early on, before the show actually began, you were one of the early adapters of this, and you have really been praying into this and really been encouraging me uh, and giving your little humorous barbs here and there. And I, I've learned how to deal with that. You know, I've been hanging around with Craig long enough to know how to deal with those barbs. <laughs> Somebody's uh, got to train you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we want to invest this entire segment in talking about uh, uh, the mentality of a writer, and also I want you to relate how that relates to you. As you're, a, If you don't know my listening friend, he's a very prolific published author, and uh, actually I get a chance to actually touch him in the studio, actually the, the living, breathing uh, um, Mr. Reverend Mighty Man Wyckoff. Actually, you did become a uh, pastoral That's person right. as well, and uh, congratulations on Thank that you. with uh, with Awakening International. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. So, so kind of give us the elevator pitch about uh, taking your calling and moving into it, but also I want to spend a big chunk of this time talking about you because you have, you know, you kind of gone before many people, and you know not only the exhilaration of being published, but also the doldrums of going rejected in this, or I, I need an ID and I don't have one. So Bray lay it on us, and you, you know Craig and I, or we're going to straighten you out all along the way. So go ahead, Bray, Bray Wyckoff. Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I was an atheist uh, that became a Christian in the year 2000. I've been working on my book for, my first book for over 20 years. Right, well, it's a series too, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, so The Orb of Truth was my first book. Uh, struggled a lot with that um, until... Um, until I came to Awakening in 2009. Um, and that's when I really got awakened and to who I was, restoring my identity and understanding who I am as a son of God. And that was huge because that helped me understand my assignment more clearly uh, and what I was doing with my writing. And it wasn't about me anymore. It was about him. Yes. And that totally changes everything. Once you, as a Christian, flip that switch from everything's about him and not about you anymore. It it's changes a, it's the a game rules, changer, yeah. And one of the things that I found, and i got to give honor to whom honor is due with Craig uh, Muster as well, Craig and Carlette Muster, uh, remarkable. One of the things that it's a challenge for pastors is, I, I want you to come into my church because I have this preconceived notion of what church needs to be like, and I think you would work well as a worship leader, I think you would work well as a youth pastor, I think you would work well with the children, or I think you would work well in hospitality, uh, making cakes and things like that for when we <laughs> gather together. But the truth of the matter is, when people adjoin to your the body, it, part of the challenge of, we, of the pastors and leaders is to say, oh, 
you have some think, remarkable things. I need to really rethink my strategy about what church needs to be because my calling is to make you, elevate you into the fullness of your calling. Craig, want to talk to us a little bit about that? And I know uh, that, uh, uh, that Bray experienced that, he and Jill, his wife, when they became connected with you. Uh, there was, there's a lot of freedom in your environment, but this is something that other pastors need to take to heed as well. Yeah, you Craig. know, everybody in the house does the dishes. Everybody does the laundry. Everybody everybody makes sure that the that the responsibilities of the house are taken care of. But if the purpose of having children is to do dishes, then we're off. So <laughs> so we got to understand that there are things that have to happen in the house of every local body or we got to take care of responsibilities, but we're we're not raising up the people in our body to take care of the responsibilities of home. We're raising them up with a purpose to go out and invade darkness, to bring the kingdom into the darkest places of the earth. And I think that's what Bray's done with KWA. In John chapter 1, it says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In First John, he says, That which I saw with my eyes, I heard with my ears, I touched with my hands, I'm writing this to you now that you may have that experience. And Bray is raising up writers to take Jesus and bring him into the flesh for people to have an encounter with the Christ. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to intercede right here and give you a phone number, my friend. If if, you're, if your heart is crying out to be a greater artisan and you know you've been called to this, but you don't know the next steps, and if it happens to be writing, uh, let me give you our, our call-in number here. This is only going to be active for the two hours of the show, but we have a phone line open and a prayer warrior to, that can pray specifically about uh, writing because he is one as well. His name is Neil Fraser. The phone number I'm going to give to you a couple of times right now, 858-535-9090. Once again, 858-535-9090. Now, uh, Bray, we have a few minutes in, the, in, in this segment. So what I want you to do is to kind of give a little flavor of your writing. Can you can you do that? Can you do maybe an, grab an excerpt or something like that? Do you feel comfortable with that? Or is there anything you want to do uh, about that to encourage other people? Because a lot of, like, for example, I'm in the middle of my fourth book and and I, I I'm one of the greatest stall tactic persons in the entire you know I really need to to uh, brush my teeth right now so I'll be I'll be back and write in just a minute oh wait a minute I need to answer these emails and check Facebook I, I mean I'm very good at stalling yeah and so there are a lot of people that re- reach these blocks and they know in their heart of hearts as do I that God wants these things written so give a word of encouragement there and maybe even use some of your books as an example Bray okay. Wyckoff yeah it's one of the biggest things is people say I don't have enough time mm-hmm. uh, in in reality uh, writing becomes a hobby, and uh, you need to switch that in your mindset and say, "No, this is my calling, and this is my job, and I need to start. And I need to start producing." Um, when you have a paid job, you show up to do your work, uh, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. So, with writing, you need to start writing, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. and you just need to start doing that every day. And, and one of the things I find that there are certain times that are better to write than others because uh, you know if you have ch- kids or a spouse, uh, they need some attention as well. But uh, I find I find little windows of opportunity for me. The morning ain't nobody around, you know, and I can actually concentrate and get stuff done. Other people see it in the evening. Other people f- thrive on chaos. They go, "Oh, I'm inspired." Not me. <laughs> you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, turn off your TV. You'll have a lot of time. And uh, if you put more, people put more value in what they're watching and, and they, they feel like tired and they need to tune out for some reason. And it's time for us to, to tune off the TV yeah. and tune into what God's uh, saying to us. And uh, so I just speak life over the people right now listening that, that their, their writing will be sparked to life right now. Yes. 
in Jesus' name. It is time to, this is not a hobby anymore. Uh, this is your calling, and there's there's a reason for this, and it matters. That's right. It's God's ministry when, through you. This is your life, yeah. and when it's over, you, you, what you leave behind matters, and it's mattering to the next generation, and, and we're going to be starting our Kingdom Writers Junior Edition because we're going to start pouring into the next generation, the younger, from 8 to 15-year-olds, and uh, that starts January 12th uh, at our KWA gathering our first one of this year. So we're going to meet every month with the juniors and the adults, and uh, we're excited to get people going and, and launched into their their career at helping uh, future generations. Very good. Pa- Pastor Craig Muster of Awakening International, you want to speak into this? Well, I just think it's brilliant watching. I mean, Bray actually, he wrote much of his first book during the worship at church. And sometimes during the sermon. Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. I mean, you could say so, that I was inspirational, or you could say that I was boring. I'm not sure which one. I want to introduce you to the ex-Awakening uh, International m- member, uh, Bray Wyckoff, the ex-member. <laughs> not the true. Former. Not true. Craig? Yeah, you know, it is. And I think we've your creativity doesn't matter until you express it. And what gets measured gets done. So if you refuse to measure your expression, it won't get done. So we we think of it in terms like you can experience the presence of God because you've been awakened to the presence of God. The world doesn't know the presence of God. The world will only encounter the glory of God. And presence becomes glory when it can be seen, felt, heard, tasted. So writing is one of the most pivotal ways of taking your creativity and making it manifest in a way that makes sense to the world. Take the beauty of God, take a story, write it. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there's no better way than to be connected to KWA and what Bray's doing right now. Yes, yes, yes. Go go to our website, uh, kingdomwritersassociation.com, and you can find out all the information about what's going on. We're also on Facebook. One of the things that I have seen in you, this isn't so that uh, Bray Wyckoff and Kingdom Writers can be magnificent, Success. It is a tool for people who just don't know how to do this or need fellowship with other people that are challenged, challenged the same way, getting close together with one another and encourage one another in these things. And all of a sudden, ooh, a book comes out. Ooh, yeah. A book comes out here, there. And, and also maybe the inspiration of somebody else can uh, tweak you and fine tune you a little bit in, in that. Uh, any other thoughts on this? And then as a, at the close of this segment, I'm going to have... Uh, uh, Pastor Craig, I'm going to have him pray and declare over the listeners uh, kind of uh, writing empowerment as a pastor and leader in San Diego County, but Bray laid on us. We're seeing people come to KWA that have been dormant in their writing for over 40 years that are being reignited, where the enemy stole their writing literally when in high school, whether they were condemned by other people with their writing or the writing was physically stolen from them and they just lost hope with their writing. But now with Kingdom Writers Association, we're seeing people ignited and 40 years down the road, now they're coming back to life. And we're actually seeing the fruit of that. We have somebody that had 30 years working on their book and it finally got finished Mm -hmm. and they're in editing phase. We have people just being uh, launched and released into producing fruit books are being released because there's over a million books that are released every single year and 99% of them are not very good. Mm -hmm. And it is time for the Kingdom Writers God's army of writers to rise up and combat what's being released into this world. 
Yes. And, you know, you talk about somebody who's been, been writing for 30 or 40 years. The whole medium has improved. So, there's, you know, if you could make an excuse before there's because of self-publishing and so many other things, there really aren't too many excuses. If you, if you have something that needs to be written down, there's really very little excuse for you to not move forward in it. I mean, yeah. there's publishing capabilities uh, and there are team, teams of other people wanting to come alongside of you. Yeah. All these things. So you really can move forward. Yeah. And you have God. <laughs> oh wait a minute! And, <laughs> and you, that, have you have God? God, and then you have God telling you in Ephesians five one, imitate me in Come everything on. I do. Yes. Well, he wrote a fabulous book called the Bible, so <laughs> we should imitate him. And his his book's a number one bestseller since it was published in fourteen fifty four, where the first came yes. off the press, and yes. it's been number one bestseller every year <laughs> since then. Uh, over six billion copies. So we're supposed to imitate. That's him. right. And he has a and few he's, hints. He's challenging us. <laughs> Papa God is challenging us to come after him and, and become the number one bestseller. Right. And that would make him. He's so proud of everything we're writing, no matter what the world wants to say about your book or your writings, he or even your thoughts. Yeah, he yes, is proud exactly. of you. So my, my listening friend, what I'm going to do, first of all, I'm going to give you a phone number if you want to talk to somebody and have them pray over you to ignite this calling upon you or even give you direction. Uh, I'm going to give you a phone line for that for a prayer, and that's 858-535-9090. Once again, 858-535-9090. As we close this section, I'm going to um, ask uh, Craig Muster of Awakening International to declare over us as a pastor and one of the leaders in San Diego County to pray over us for an anointing if you are called to be a writer to actually empower that under the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Greg, lay it on us, and then we'll go into the break. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Father, for how you've designed every person who's listening to this. You did not make a mistake when you designed them. And people's words over their life are not nearly as powerful as your words over their life. So I speak to you right now, if you're listening to this right now, and you've had writing in your heart in the past, or maybe you're sensing it right now, I speak to you and I say, wake up. Wake up to your design. Wake up to your calling. I speak to every every distraction that would come against your mind. Every distraction would tell you that you don't have what it takes. And I silence every one of those in the name of Jesus. And I speak to you and say, it is time to put your pen in your hand as a sword and remember your strength. It's time to write again and to get over censoring your thoughts and your creativity. Don't wait till it's perfect. Start to unleash it. And as you unleash it, it will refine itself. <laughs> Thank you. Craig Muster. You know, Bray, yes. this is Amen. so right on. And in the next segment, I know that you have some people that are going to be calling in. And let, my listening friend, listen to this. We're going to be have, having other writers just like you. Uh, maybe they're a little further along, maybe not quite so far along, but give some insights from their experience as well. So, Bray, I know you, you uh, and Craig are, are excited about bringing some people on. We'll talk about those in the next segment. My listening friend, I hope you're sensing that God is kind of blowing on you. He's, he's stirring you to uh, excel in your calling and uh, maybe even help you identify and define what that calling is. My listening friend, um, Come Together San Diego and the team will mm-hmm. be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. 
Hi, San Diego. This is Pastor Larry Peltier of Beach Chapel, Encinitas. Lord, we pray for grace and favor for all of San Diego, all those who are homeless, who are sick, who need help. We just thank you, God. Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And guess what? We are back. And we're back. Uh, we're back. And, and you know, uh, Craig Muster of Awakening International, a ministry throughout San Diego County and beyond, I must add, but also the famous or infamous, uh, we're still working on that, Bray Wyckoff of Kingdom Writers Association. <laughs> and, and, and Bray, one of the things that I see you is kind of a guy who, who has the op- arms open wide and you're bringing people in that have kind of a heart cry to be writers. And I thought we'd spend this segment and the final segment to, to introduce these people and talk a little bit to them and about them and give them an opportunity to share some of their wares, if yeah, you will. So introduce our next on-phone call-in guest, Bray Wyckoff. We have Dr. Larry Woods on the phone with us. Uh, he's an author of a stage play, No Marks, Just Memories. Uh, he has authored a series of crime novels, which are pretty good. Among Pigeons is his first book, <laughs> Love and Death Among Pigeons, and he's working on his third one called Life Among Pigeons. Oh my. Uh, he has also published an illustrated short story, The Strawberry Tree, a story for Christmas, uh, that he just did an audible uh, book for. And presently, he is a screenwriter, director with YLP Productions and Productions to Be. He is a member of the Authors Guild, Writers Guild, and the Television Academy. And most of all, this kingdom writer is a heart of gold and loves people well. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing fine. I hope you guys can hear me. We can hear you just fine. Yeah, okay. we can hear you. All right, good. I was kind of concerned, you know, I'm in the car here with my wife. She's kidnapped me and taking me somewhere for my birthday. So, That's right. Uh, it's it's, it's, Larry, it's Dr. Larry's birthday today. And mm. He's on the phone with us today. And <laughs> excited to have you, Larry. Larry, can you tell the tell audience how you found Kingdom Writers Association? What, what led you to us? Now, who was it... Uh, um, one of my friends, I'm trying to remember who who it was that, that pointed me to uh, Kingdom Rights. Oh, I remember now at church, at the Rock Church that, that I attend, uh, one of my uh, the people that, that uh, I attend uh, church with, she brought it up because she's an aspiring writer. And so eventually I did check it out, and uh, I'm glad I did because I, I just have a, so much fun when, when we gather. One of the things I think, Dr. Larry Woods, is not only do you garner inspiration from other people, but I'm sure because you've had some publishing experience and you've, you've, you know, you've done a lot of stuff in several different media, uh, and uh, I think other people look at you and they say, show me, show me your scars. How, how, what are the, some of those mistakes you, you made, and what are some of the inspirations uh, that you can, can give us? In, in a moment, we're going to ask you, if, are you able to read an excerpt of one of your works in a moment? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, before, I am. I am. Before we do, why don't you give an encouragement from your perspective to people that are listening that may be actually called to write? You know, it's, it's not an easy road sometimes. So would you speak into that, uh, Dr. Larry Woods and, and, and Bray, of course, he will interject his sure. insights as well. Because you know Bray, as do I. He won't keep silent for too long. <laughs> so go ahead, Dr. Larry Woods. Yes. Yeah, once we start uh, uh, opening our mouths as writers, you know, we want to keep on going. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But, uh, you know, in the beginning, you know, you have things that you want to write. I know when I started writing, I was writing poems, but I would never let anybody uh, hear them or see them at all. I just kept them to myself. And at some point, you just have to just put it out there and you just have to let somebody uh, hear it. You know, because as as we all know, you know, when you write something, everything's great. It's, (laughs) It's all great. Yep, just you like know, singing in the shower. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, that's right. So at, at, at one point, at some point, you'll let somebody hear it, and they'll encourage you. And you know that's the that's the great thing about uh, uh, KWA. You know we have all, all levels of, of writers in KWA, and you just and people once they step out. You know, they're nervous about it, and I'm still nervous about letting somebody hear my stuff as well. But once you um, let somebody hear it and you hear the encouragement that they give you, then you say, wow, this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. And that's what uh, you need to do. Number one, you just need to write. Absolutely yeah. just write. You cannot think about writing. You cannot dream about writing. You have to write. And then once you get you get that far, which is a huge step, then you have to make that other huge step and let somebody hear it. Yes, and I think Nike just stole our moniker. This called "Just Do It." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's right. Uh, I know Bray wants to give some insight on this too, but first, because I'm trying to manage the clock here, so would you take about first of all just a very brief introduction of the the excerpt that you're going to be reading, and then uh, spend about a minute on the excerpt, and then you, you, Bray said he was going to critique you. I'm, he did not. He did not. But anyway, <laughs> you, would you? <laughs> yeah, he's already critiqued me. Uh, uh, I've already I done it. I had the privilege of, of standing before people at, at a KWA meeting, and we had to read one page of our stuff. Oh, my. And uh, Bree said, uh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> at one, at one of the sentences that I read. Yes, but, yes, uh, yes. So, so, Dr. Larry Woods, what are you going to read? What excerpt are you going to read to us in, in the minute? Well, this being this? January 5th, you know, I grew up... Uh, 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 hearing that January 5th is the 12th day of Christmas. So I think, um, I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what I've always heard. So I think we'll close out Christmas with a, a, a page from my, um, my uh, uh, Christmas story, The Strawberry Tree. Okay, Larry, hang on for a second. You need to, to be introduced properly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dr. Larry Woods and The Christmas Tree. Yeah, okay. There you go. You better be good, Larry. Better be good. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, better be. But anyway, uh, uh, just to set it up, there's there's this uh, young man that, that's living in Boston, and his mother is always telling him a story every Christmas. And this is him uh, um, uh, uh, just reflecting on those moments. So out of, So here we go. Out of respect for my mother and the care she rendered. He made sure I was, he made sure speaking to her about her uh, our employer, he made sure I was well-educated, though it was at home. Rather than the in, inadequate public school, I would have been allowed to attend. My only regret is that I, the car is shaking, so it's hard for me to, <laughs> So forgive me, you guys, as I uh, 
My only regret is I required some of his speaking habits, particularly his accent. Believe me, there is nothing more confusing to the human mind than to hear a black man speak with an Irish accent. <laughs> okay. For We've sure. got a, a few minutes. Are you, He's go still ahead. going. Okay. Excuse me. You want, okay. For sure, it is my mother for a steady hand to whom I am eternally grateful. She was born on a small Caribbean island, and I was brought to America by Mr. Thomas himself. She was a good Christian, a teaching she passed on to me, constantly and without consent. Whenever my spirits were low, she would read from the scriptures, which would bore me into an oblivious slumber. And I I won't read anymore because I understand we're getting out of time, but uh, that's from the Christmas. That's from the strawberry tree. Oh, that's wonderful. That's awesome. Uh, any information on how we can find out more about not only the strawberry tree, but also some of your other writings? Is there a website for you, Dr. Oh, Lerner? yeah, sure. You can you can go to uh, um, my website, lawrenceawoodmd.com, uh, and all the books are listed there. But you can also go to Amazon and, and find the books, my, the books listed there. And Bray already mentioned earlier that uh, that uh, the strawberry tree is on Audible as well as iTunes. That's awesome. I encourage everyone to go and, and find Larry, Dr. Larry Wood's books. Uh, he's got some crime novels that he's got out, and he's working on the third one of that. It's a great series as well. Um, one of the things that, that Dr. Larry, you spoke about was the, the, the encouragement, and I believe uh, that the life essence for writers or for artists uh, is encouragement. We need that's like our our water, our fuel to keep going. Uh, and, and at KWA, you are going to be encouraged, empowered, and equipped uh, like no other time before. Um, so, and 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 I know Dr. Larry, you, you've been coming for a, a while now, and you you've been uh, reaping the benefits of this encouragement that you're talking about. And uh, and now, as as we receive encouragement, we want to gift others with that encouragement. Uh, so it, that's just kingdom. And yes, that's, yes, yes. that's kingdom writers right there. Dr. Larry, would, would you do us the honor of uh, being an encourager? We've got just a very brief period of time in this segment, then we go into a commercial break and do other stuff. But would you give a very, very brief word of encouragement to our listeners, and then we'll engage in the uh, next segments. But we thank you so much for joining us. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, some encouragement from a published author and one who feels the pain like you do, Dr. Larry Woods. Lay it on us. Right. Well, I, I just want to say it, it sounds very simple, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. And you and I'm in that, that gift that God has given you. You, you know, Maya, Maya Angelou speaks of, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than having a story inside you and not able to get out. That's yeah. not the exact quote, but it, that is that agony. If you, when you are called, when you don't write. It, it it bothers you. It will bother you. And I'm telling you to everybody out there, when it's bothering you, just write it. Write oh. a little bit. Write a lot. Just write, write, write. <laughs> oh, and Dr. Larry. You. <laughs> Dr. Larry Woods, remarkable. Thank you for joining us for this segment. You, What an inspiration you are, my friend. Yeah. And if you want to find out more about him, uh, give me the website again very quickly or a way to contact you, uh, Dr. Larry Woods. Sure, it's lawrenceawoodmd.com, or uh, uh, you can 
my email is mr period lawood at gmail.com. Very good. Thank you for joining us in this segment, Dr. Larry. You know, my listening friend, uh, it's uh, remarkable how God is stirring artisans, and you're going to start seeing not only around you, but even in your own spirit, God string you to... Uh, do it. Just yeah. move forward and do it. Uh, and Bray, I, I know that you're going to be with me as Craig Muster is for the n- next segment because we have a, a friend of the Come Together San Diego radio yeah. show. In fact, he's one of the producers who's been a prolific writer yep. with Kingdom Writers Association. He's going to join us for the next segment. He's going to read some excerpts of his wonderful stuff. Wonderful. This is His name is Neil Fraser, and he's a guy who doesn't write from the head. He writes from the heart. And my friend, they're zingers. He's got, God's got him laying zingers, and we're going to have him lay a zinger or two on us. And uh, come together, San Diego, and all these prolific writers, we will be right back. More Come Together, San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together, San Diego, the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And my friends, we are indeed back, and the topic is artisans. In particular, we're talking about writers, and if you are called to write, this entire two-hour show is exactly what you need to hear. And uh, I've got my co-host for this this show, this particular one hour, is uh, Bray Wyckoff, the Kingdom Writers Association, and a not only a peer, but perhaps I would say a mentor. I would say a mentor to many people, but also Bray and his wife, Jill, uh, Craig Muster of uh, Awaken International. And uh, we're talking about uh, the being called to write and what you do about it, and we've been bringing on uh, authors as well. And this author is been a friend of mine for more years than I have fingers and toes. So I better be really well, nice. So you yeah. better be really nice or we'll be cutting your microphone off <laughs> for this. So why don't you, because this person is also tied to Kingdom Writers Association and he's a published writer of a number of books as well. So why don't you just jump on in, Bray, and do him justice. I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> well, Neil has been uh, writing poetry since 1980, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, and uh, he is a Kingdom writer producing wonderful books. And uh, they're being well-received. He now has two books. His first book came out in 2017 while attending KWA. He he was able to release that. And uh, I'm one proud papa of KWA to see someone produce fruit like that and and have his first child born. (laughs) Uh, I remember my first book when it was born. I literally had it in the baby seat strapped in and (laughs) and, uh, took it around for a ride. Neil Fraser? How you doing? Doing great. Well, many of you know who Neil Fraser is. He's one of the producers here of Come Together San Diego, and he has been a longtime faithful friend of Kaz Taylor for years, decades actually. And uh, we've uh, have scars together and uh, (laughs) exaltation and and things like that together as well. But he is a very prolific writer. He's been doing this stuff for a long time. He's actually just recently been making it public because God has been pouring it in Mm -hmm. for a long time. Uh, I know you, you've got a book there. Which one is this? Is this your new one? Uh, the new one, uh, Beholding God in the Psalms. Okay. My friend, you notice the title? Read it again. Beholding God in the Psalms. In other words, this isn't some just abstract thing. This is going straight to the heart because he, he really hears the heart of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he puts it to paper and he puts it to heart. Go ahead. Uh, how do you want to interview this yeah, young man I, there? I like your, your, your first book title is called Beholding Trinity Through Relationship. Correct. And uh, and then beholding God uh, through the Psalms, uh, or uh, beholding God in the Psalms, you're just your heart for the Psalms and and, and the passion, like just. 
talk about that and where yeah. that came from. The idea for the first book really came as a direct uh, assignment from God. Mm. Uh, but uh, out from that, intimacy with God is very, very important to me, and it's something that I that I got that I know God wants me to impart. And I have in my spirit uh, probably at least ten books that'll end up being a part of the Beholding God series. Nice. My, my, my. Now there are 39 books in the Old Testament, 27 in the, in the New, and you're going to add another 27 uh, uh, an- ancillary books. That's Scripture correct. says, I think at the back end of John, it says, uh, if, if everything that could be written was written about Jesus, it would contain more words than any book can right. handle in the entire earth. How yeah. amazing is that? Hey, you know my what? Third, my my third book is going to be called Beholding Jesus as Alpha and Omega, and I've already started writing that. Well, you've, you've alpha it. Okay, and then we were hoping for the time when you omega it, as in finish it. So uh, you, you want to spend just a moment, I want you to spend about 60 seconds reading, reading a segment on this, and I'm, I'm going to really invite uh, Craig Muster to give some insights on this too, because he's sitting over there snoring, so I've got to wake him up for he's, the rest of the segment. He's ready to critique your work. <laughs> okay, then. go ahead, Neil. I'll just read two short uh, poems that uh, are about a minute total altogether. Intimacy with God, inspired by Psalm 139. You are omniscient. You know everything. Everything about me causes you to love me more. Everything about you causes me to love you more. I ravish you. You're attracted to me. I've captured your heart. You ravish me. I'm attracted to you. You've captured my heart. You are omnipresent. You are everywhere. I can't get away from you, and I never want to. You can't get away from me, and you never want to. You chase me. You catch me. You hang on to me. I chase you. I catch you. I hang on to you. And there's so much truth in that idea that we love God because he first loved us. Yes, 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 Neil Fraser. And then just another really brief one. Out of Psalm 1. O three called I am yours. Bless the Lord, O my soul. For you my heart yearns. For you my heart churns. Forever it burns. I am lovesick. I am yours. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Before you I bow. Forever and now. This is my vow. I am awestruck. I am yours. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Everything in me. Let it ever be. Only for thee, I am taken, I am yours. My, my, my. Neil Fraser, quickly, how do we find out more about your books? Thank you so much for joining us. You've always been a friend of mine, but I'm drawn to him because of the depth of his relationship with the Lord. Any quick thoughts on this, Craig? And then I'm going to ask him to give a a website or some way that people people can find out more about his books. Craig Muster. I just, I think it's amazing to see how somebody could take, obviously, their personal experiences not only with the Holy Spirit, but with the reading of the Word, and put it into put it into words that has the capacity to reach down into somebody's soul. Mm-hmm. And I think our our privilege as believers is to lead people to the throne of God, and those kinds of books do it as well as you know, Demons and Thieves, the book that Bray just but, released, yes. um, even his The Orb of Truth. I, I think we can see we, where we can do a book that's basically taking scripture itself and writing poetry. And then we could also do science fiction and fantasy books. And both of them 
we could use to intertwine and reach people's souls and lead them to the throne so the people get a clear picture of who God is. We could do it in fiction. We could do it in nonfiction. But I think you're doing it brilliantly, um, and I, I'm really enjoying what you're writing, Neil. They're very good. And by the way, I just want to say, but not only in the written page, but also in the canvas art, yeah. also in the s- songs. That's and right. All, any aspect of the art, arts that you have, God yeah. will be able to communicate that through. Yeah, you. it bypasses the mind and reaches the heart. And I think, you know, when I'm, when I'm reading A Demons and Thieves, which is historical fiction, which is brilliant because mm-hmm. it's combining these two which is words. Which Bray, Bray Wyckoff's. Bray Wyckoff's book. latest book. It will mess with you in such a good way. It'll wreck you. You'll mm-hmm. you'll weep as you're reading it. <laughs> and it knows how to get past your mind to connect your heart to the heart of God. You will see yourself within the characters. And because it's historical fiction, you'll see the truths of the nature of God that will meet the truths of your circumstances. But mm-hmm. his nature is a greater truth in your circumstances. Wow. And in that book, you'll have encounters. You'll get set free. I love it. And Neil, how do we find out more about your books? Uh, on Amazon, and also you can reach me through Neil Frazier Author at Gmail dot com, N E I L F R A S E R A U T H O R at Gmail dot com. Neil Fraser, long time. I just time I just love your voice on the radio. Neil. I know, isn't it's it like nice? In a world <laughs> yeah. full of people <laughs> yeah. that I want to love, you know. Yeah, I plan, on, I plan on. Uh, <laughs> I do plan on self narrating. Uh, my books eventually well, you some better you have good. a great voice just well, maybe write our sermons out from now on and just have Neil <laughs> read them into a mic <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we can lip sync oh I'm looking at this clock and I'm just so sad to say that this hour is uh, consummated so my friends uh, what an honor to have uh, Bray Wyckoff Kingdom Writers Association you, with Adams. us and uh, also Craig Muster of Awaken International uh, quickly a, a website sure. to get to uh, Awaken International awakeninginternational.church awakeninginternational.church, and that'll take you right to the website. Very good. You mean I mispronounced it all along, huh? But you know what? It's completely legal. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's... <laughs> Awakening International, my friend. Yeah, Awakening International. We're in uh, Carlsbad, and um, we just, honestly, we just love worshiping God and see what happens after we get to see Him. Yes. Craig Muster, what a, what a good friend for a long time. Thank you so much, my friend. Of uh, course, and the wonderful guy named Bray Wyckoff. And uh, a quick website for your books and, and uh, with Kingdom Writers Association and other stuff. Yeah, Bray- you, you can go to my website, Bray Wyckoff. B-R-A-E. Come on, please. B-R-A-E-W-Y-C-K-O-F-F dot com. <laughs> so you got a radio voice, too. <laughs> I know. All three of you guys got a radio voice. <laughs> yes, all three of you guys do, and then uh, here I am. Oh, anyway, my friend, <laughs> what a wonderful hour we have had here. And we want to encourage you to be all you can be uh, on the printed page, but also on the canvas art, or musically, anywhere. Way. Come on. Uh, and we're going to have another uh, person who's an author sharing his insights mm-hmm. as well in the next segment. And I know you're going to love that as well. My listening f- friends, thanks for joining us for this hour. But stay tuned for the next hour as well. It will blow your mind. I'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Well, hello, my friends. 
Uh, I am back. Sorry about that delay. You know, when you're having conversations with the engineers saying, is this person on the line? Is this person on the line? And goodbye to our previous guests. I'll tell you something, my friends. We are having just a real remarkable time in what God is doing, not only in San Diego County, but what he is doing to and through you. If you're an artisan, God's heart cry is for you to quit sitting in a pew alone but to get up out of that pew and be whom you've been called to be. And uh, pastors uh, are getting the revelation that uh, the individuals that are in their congregations have skill sets that may be on, maybe beyond their own individual callings, but are something that needs to be brought to the fore. And my friend, uh, that is very likely you. So my encouragement to you as we do these things on come together, San Diego is we want to encourage you to f- discover your calling and 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 move in it. And you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to give the phone line again one more time here on Come Together San Diego because through this segment, what I'm going to have you do is to come uh, and dial in if you want a prayer about your individual calling as an artisan, and we encourage you to do that, and we'll have somebody here, Neil Fraser, to pray with you and give you some encouraging words and insights. That prayer line is, by the way, it's only open for the remainder of this hour, then it's going to be closed down. Phone number 858-535-9090. Again, 858-535-9090. My listening friend, I, I want to really be an encouragement to you. If you, if you felt like you, God is stirring you to be uh, an author, a writer, uh, I, I really encourage you to move in that because God needs his people. You know, every time there's something of history that's happening, God needs to have people who are artisans to communicate that don't entrust what God is doing to the media because they're going to give you a slant on this uh, on what's going on that uh, is based on their own preconceived notions especially those who do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ they're going to give you something that is worldly and will cater to their own beliefs and so what God is doing in these days is he's calling people like Y-O-U my listening friend, he's calling people just like you for the very purpose of dis, uh, chronicling what he is doing, not only in his church, but in your life as well. You know, as I look back and I read through history, particularly the Civil, civil War, you can read a lot of things that uh, people have, have wrote about the Civil War that have political intent behind them, pros and cons and things like that. But to really find out the heart of what was going on in the Civil War, for an example, is to look for some of the letters that uh, different people in the military wrote back to their to their families to their beloved wives or person to whom they're engaged or parents and things like that and you will realize there's more than just the superficial stuff that people like to write about you know the hard news stuff it's better to get a real heart cry for what was going on inside from the inside out and my friend god has given you that ability to be an author and to 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 take God's truths from the inside out and, uh, and write them down on a piece of paper. And as you do that, then, then God will use that in a remarkable way. You know, I've, I've got my friend Neil Fraser still with me here while we're waiting for Mark Baxter to call, talk, to call in. Neil, you, any, any insights on that? And my friend Neil, as you heard from the first segment, is a prolific writer as well, but he doesn't write from the head. He writes from the heart, and perhaps God is calling you to do the same. Neil, any thoughts on that? So important just to uh, hear from God and just uh, flow with what he's doing in your life. It's uh, taking what's inside of you 
and letting it come out. Being aware of who God's building you to be, who he has uh, is making you to be. Yes. And making it live so that others can both feel what you're being shown, but also to be inspired about and anticipate God revealing unique truths to, your, to yourself, listener, to be able to hear from God from yourself and, and say, if they're hearing and can express it, so can I. Mm-hmm. That confidence that comes when you know your God and you know what you're being shown and you know why it's important to you and you want to share with others. Sometimes it can be a real clear presentation of the gospel. Sometimes it can be a real clear presentation of a facet of God, of a testimony of God, of a revelation of God, a uh, transformation inside yourself. It can be all these different things. And it uh, weaves in all the different aspects of your life. And you can see that everything that happens to you is important. And it's all part of making you who you are and who you're meant to be. Yes. And one of the things that I'm discovering, not only is who you've been meant to be, but sometimes your experiences are, are going to be very vital to other people as well. Yeah. And it's one of the things I've watched you, Neil Fraser, for decades, literally, as you've been uh, my side-by-side partner in many different things. And I have seen the high points and I've seen the low points, but Mm -hmm. I've seen how you have dealt with them. And a lot of your heart cry is in the written words that God has given you and inspires others as well. So I I think, you know, one of the things that we think, Lord, uh, make my way just easy, just make it easy. Mm -hmm. And he says, if it's easy, then you have nothing to communicate with other people whose lives are hard. I want you to be able to show them how to get through these challenging times and put it to paper. If you happen to be a writer Mm -hmm. or put it to canvas, if you happen to be an artist or put it to music, if you happen to be a musician. Yeah. 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 Um, Taking the transformation inside of yourself and just becoming aware of it is really important. Becoming aware of, of God's dealings in your life and of how they've affected you. I've gone from places of being, thinking that I wouldn't want to wish my life on anybody hmm. to wishing I wouldn't change a thing in my life because it's brought me to right where I am. Wow. Say that again, because that is a profound thought. And my friend, here it is with you too. Sometimes you go, I wish this weren't this way, but God says, wait a minute, I'm making this way because your victory is going to cause somebody else to be victorious as well. Yeah. Repeat that thought as well. Neil. I've had uh, times that were so difficult and uh, places where I was so down on myself and on life that I thought, boy, I wouldn't wish this to happen to anyone, even my worst enemy. I'd but in, but now, I wouldn't change anything about what's happened to me because of the precious treasure of what it's formed in me. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Neil, one of the things, your comments right there really play really in into our next guest. This man's name is Pastor Mark Baxter. He was in San Diego County for, for many years, and you know him because he, he's been involved in the worship scene yes. and other things as well. But God has inspired him to write a book called Discover Your Blind Spots, How to Rid Yourself of uh, Relational <laughs> relational Time Bombs. And uh, he's going to be with us for this entire hour. We've only got a minute or so left in this segment. But let me bring him in now, and then we'll set the stage for the remainder of the hour. Uh, Pastor Mark Baxter, how are you doing? 
I'm doing well, Chaz. Hi, Neil. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay, now we ha- I had a chance to speak up on your book and uh, discover your blind spots. Uh, in the minute or so that we have left in this segment, give kind of a brief overview of who you are and why God has stirred you to write this, and then the next segments we'll actually dig into the topics. Okay, yeah, basically, uh, uh, I grew up in a non-Christian home, got saved at 16 years old, walked away from Jesus for four years, 17 years of destruction, and uh, came back to Jesus at 40 years old, got ordained as a pastor of uh, the Vineyard Association in 2007, and I planted a church in 2012. God told me to shut it down in 2016 and moved to Texas, and uh, prompted me to write my first book. And in uh, February 2017, I started it, and I just published it. Yes, you did, and I, I love it. Isn't it feel good when that that shipment comes in as in the, the box, and you take the exacto knife or whatever to open it up, and you get a chance to <gasps> look in there, but not not only look in there and see the all the multitude of little uh, fledgling books discover your blind spots, but there's a smell to open that as well, and you go, oh, it smells like I'm a publisher. <laughs> How remarkable yeah. is that? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, the discover your blind spots. We've got about uh, 30 seconds left in this, this segment because we'll launch into the specifics of the book in the other. But uh, very briefly, give some encouragement to other people who, who are just embarking on this as well. And um, it's Im- important to hear the call and answer it. You want to speak very briefly to that, uh, Mark Baxter, then we'll get into this in the next segment. As far as writing books? Yes. Yes. Um, I, when, when I... I, I had uh, prophetic words spoken over me for many years, and I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to write books. And finally, the Holy Spirit prompted me enough to start writing the book, and once I did, I, I just fell in love with writing. I'm almost done with my second book right now. I encourage you, if you have um, ever been prompted to write, sit down and write. If you wake up in the middle of the night, um, write down what you're dreaming, whatever it is, and let God begin to turn that into a book. I just really encourage you to do that. My friend, we're going to find out more what that sounds like, what that looks like from a man firsthand, uh, Pastor Mark Baxter. And he's in Texas, and he was in San Diego, so we thought we would bring him in to give some insights on his very first book. We're going to dig into Discover Your Blind Spots. My friend, uh, we have blind spots, but the reason that they're blind spots uh, is that we can't see them. We don't know what they are, so so uh, Pastor Mark is going to help us identify what those might be and how to walk past those landmines. So, uh, Pastor Mark Baxter, thanks for joining us and stay with us for the entire hour. My listening friend, by the way, thank you for joining us and staying with us for the remainder of the hour as well. Kaz and Pastor Mark Baxter and my buddy Neil Fraser, we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hey, my friends, we are back. I'm back with uh, Mark Baxter, remarkable pastor, but he is becoming a very prolific writer as well. Good to have you with me, Mark, for the remainder of this hour. It's uh, good to hear from you in Texas. Yeah, thanks. It's a privilege. It's 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 an honor for us as well. Now, a lot of times, my listening friend, what oftentimes happens is God starts pouring a book into you and you don't even know it. They're 
uh, situations that happen, and all of a sudden he says, okay, now I'll make a book out of this. And I guess that's kind of true with you in, uh, in Ramona, with the Ramona Vineyard Church. God stirred you to talk about healing and how it is relational, and uh, one of the components within that was tied to uh, discovering your blind spots, and all of a sudden the Lord said, okay, well, that's good. I've given you the, uh, the genesis, if you will, for a book. Now go do it. You want to talk briefly about that, and then I want to get into some of the chapters. Yeah, so in 2015, I uh, preached a 26-long-week series, and at the end of that series was 12 sermons called What Are Your Blind Spots? And the Lord really impressed on my heart about healing as being a relational, because everything Jesus did was relational. And so whenever we go to pray for somebody or speak to somebody about Jesus, um, I believe that, that the Holy Spirit invades their space, as it were, and begins to love on them right then. Yes. So now, so you wrote the book called "What Are Your Blind Spots?" And my friend, this—I mean, this is a topic that is really valid for us. If you go, I don't have any blind spots. Well, that just means you haven't discovered what they are yet. <laughs> so, t- talk a little bit about the topic of discovering your blind spots. Then I want you to walk through some of the key chapters in your book. And the first, the first time through, we're going to talk a little bit about the the block, the blocks of shame and guilt and fear and anxiety, worry, and being an offense to other people. But before we get into that, just talk generally about blind spots, and then we'll launch into those specific things. Okay. First, for the listening friends, uh, just uh, just something to really quickly ponder on is why don't we see the blind spots? Because I was speaking to somebody yesterday, and they said they know their blind spots. Well, if you know your blind spots, they aren't blind spots. Um, we can't see them until God points them out uh, through the Holy Spirit or to somebody else to show us if we uh, drop our pride enough to see the blind spot and then deal with it. So you say drop your pride enough to see the blind spots. That's where many of us are. We're going, I don't have any blind spots. If I do, I've already dealt with them. Truth of the matter is the closer we get to God, the more he reveals stuff in our lives. So we have to keep fine tuning. And would that be accurate? Would you say uh, Mark Baxter? Yes, very accurate. In fact, um, you know, I have an analogy in the book about, about a car having uh, blind spots, and it has a rear view mirror and a side view mirror, and of course, people still get in accidents and uh, collisions, as it were, and it can be minor, it can be major, um, but in life, um, we have blind spots, and we have a mirror with that, and as a believer, our mirror is the Holy Spirit, and if we'll just listen to the Holy Spirit, uh, He'll re- reveal all our blind spots to us. Yes, yes, yes. And in one of the segments of your book, one of the earlier segments, you talk about blind spots uh, that can hold us back. You talk a little bit about shame and guilt and fear and anxiety and worry and off, off being an offense. Um, where would you like to start with this? We've got probably about uh, five or six minutes left in this segment. So jump on in and give us your insights on these. You know, shame is certainly one of the big things, but talk to the topics yeah, that, shame, you, yeah, yeah, that are more, most appropriate. Uh, we know guilt and shame both came in the Garden of Eden. Uh, shame is a huge thing, and oftentimes, um, shame. We, we can deal with shame through counseling and prayer and uh, different things uh, through the church. But when shame becomes a blind spot, is when um, it's like Satan puts a tattoo on somebody, and that person in their mind believes that they're like a walking billboard for people to see, even though you can't visually see them. You can see they're acting out of their blind spot, whether it be. Um, delving into drugs, pornography, or whatever it might be. But those are surface things that God uses to bring the person forward or for someone else to see it. Yes, and, yes. and shame is one of those uh, critical 
points in people's lives, and and many people carry it. Yes. And um, and only when it comes out can it be dealt with. You know, there's an interesting scripture, uh, Pastor, and I know you know you know this, but uh, even of Jesus himself, he said he endured the cross and despised the shame. So one of the things that he's calling us to do, if we are like him, the shame that comes upon us, know its source and despise it. In fact, uh, defend against it. And so uh, that's probably what he's calling us to do. How, what, what are the steps to get past the shame thing, uh, Pastor Mark Baxter? Well, the, the, the first step is to, um, is, is to be able to understand that you have shame and, and why do you have that shame. In other words, um, what, what is your, your depth and innocence in the shame? Many people are sinned against that bring shame onto them, and they've done absolutely nothing wrong. Um, and it can be at an early age where they're molested as a child or they're uh, abused by a uh, so-called friend in the family. And that shame is stuck to them, like I said earlier, like a tattoo. But when they recognize that, or somebody else recognizes it, that loves them enough and can help them walk through that shame through prayer and counseling and inner healing prayer and those things within the church. So the, the, what you're saying is sometimes these the solutions are not something that you can take care of by yourself. God has actually built you to need fellowship with other people to help you along in that. Would, would that be accurate to say? That's that's very accurate. Let me let me just quickly uh, just read the, the four sentences that um, Jim Kubiak uh, used to be in Ramona, California, and he's now in Idaho. He wrote my forward. It says God created us to exist in the context of community. We are not meant to live in isolation. I'm convinced that one of the reasons God created mankind was that we need each other to help us to see our blind spots. A blind spot is something that requires our attention, but we cannot see it. Yes. Oh, that well, we cannot see it. Oh, that is so so accurate. We're talking with Mark Baxter, author of a brand new book called "Discover Your Blind Spots," and uh, we've got about uh, four minutes left in this segment. And I would just like to take care of this section first, and then dive into some of your other remarkable segments. But uh, within this segment, we're also talking about uh, guilt, fear, anxiety, and worry, worry and offense. So, if you have knowing that you have like three minutes or so to deal with those things, how would you summarize this to our listening friends? I think one of the biggest tools that Satan uses is fear in our lives. And, you know, we have that acronym, false evidence appearing real. But when people <laughs> have a fear that grips them and takes them down spirally roads and, and, and they, they can't even hardly function, now that's, that's legitimate fear, and that, that's, that's, that, that can be a blind spot. They don't even know it's there. No matter what's going on, somebody says something, they feel like they are partly at fault for it, even though they had nothing to do with it. And, and fear, fear is a big one. Um, you know, uh, fear, fear of death, fear of, fear of losing your job, fear of all sorts of things. But fear is a really big one that, that holds people back from relationships um, in, in, a, in a big way. And it, and, it can, and it plays right into the next one, which is the anxiety and worry. When you're fearful, anxiety and worry can come on like a flood. And, and, and so then you've got to find out why you're anxious. And, uh, you know, the, the scripture says, uh, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. But when, when we have blind spots in these areas, we don't see them. We just act out what we're going through until God points them out to us or someone that loves us enough to, to speak to us about them. And then the last one in there is offense. And we, we as pastors, uh, we as uh, just uh, believers in the body of Christ, we offend people all the time without even knowing it. And um, I'm sure I've offended many people. I'll just tell you a real quick story. 
Um, I have an elderly couple, and if I didn't shake hands with them on a Sunday, the following Sunday, they were not there. And they've been believers for over 30 years. Somehow they admit the uh, the offense. In other words, uh, here's, here's the thing. Why do fish in the ocean keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger? Well, they don't look for the bait. They see the hook. And if we don't see the hook, we get napped. Oh, my. That's so that's so so true. You know, one of the things and I, I'm going to use this and have you speak to it as we close this segment. But it, it occurs to me that sometimes if we get depressed and, and we we have the shame and the guilt and the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the offense, they're causing an offense to other other people. We, we don't realize that we have a partner. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have a partner living within us that can warn us of these things and also give us directions on how to solve them. So with the uh, next minute or so in this segment, would you do us the honor, my author friend, Mark Baxter, to pray over people that are going through this shame and guilt and fear and anxiety and worry and offense and give them uh, a confidence to know that there's somebody, if they've received the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you haven't, it's appropriate to do that now as well. But if, if, if you have the Lord Jesus Christ within you, he is the one who can whisper in your ear and speak to your heart and uh, help you get these things solved. And also, it wouldn't be a bad idea to get Discover Your Blind Spots by Mark Baxter. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But would you give uh, a kind of a prayer or an encouragement to our listening friends in this to close out this segment, uh, Pastor Mark Baxter? Yeah, I would be honored to. Um, Father, uh, Abba God, we just ask right now that you would touch those that are dealing with shame guilt, fear, anxiety, and worry, and offense, all those things. We just ask that you would touch them, you would embrace them. I pray that you would draw them to the Father's heart, where it's warm and secure. God, I just pray that you put people in their paths, that you would put people in their paths that don't even know them, that you would supernaturally speak to, to bring freedom to them. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. And stay with us for the next segment, Mark Baxter. You know, my friend, uh, the scripture says not to be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. And one of the things we need to be aware of is if you're on God's path, you know that there's going to be things that come against you to get you off that path. And if we're not ignorant of the devices of the enemy and we can stand strong in what the Lord wants us to do and be embracing of the people that God surrounds us with, uh, we can discover those blind spots and uh, we can move past them into the fullness of what God wants us to be. Pastor Mark Baxter, let me rephrase that. Author Mark Baxter is going to stay with me for the entire hour. We're going to talk about the discovering your blind spots. We're going to get into some other things that are really tied to relational as well. And uh, it's going to stir you. It's going to cause you not only to uh, let the scales fall from your eyes, but it's also going to perhaps stir you to be a writer yourself. My listening friend, uh, author Mark Baxter and Kaz, and discover your blind spots. We will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise.
Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, amen. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And so glad to be back with you and so glad to have my co-host, Mark Baxter, who is calling in from Texas, who was a, formerly a San Diego pastor. He's doing pastoring things in Texas now. Mark, good to have you back and good to have you giving us some insights on this brand new book that you've published. It's called Discover Your Blind Spots. Good to have you, Mark, and I'm excited what we're going to do in this segment. Good to have you. you. Well, you know, one of the things, as I look through your wonderful table of contents here, you've divided the book into a number of different categories, and I think we're going to attack this next category because I think it's really appropriate in discovering one's blind spots, and those blind spots in this particular context relate to manipulating different relationships um and and you you have three bullet points here and we're going to talk to those let me just read these and then i'll have you jump in and carry this wherever you want to on the discover your blind spots these three different subtopics are transference and you can tell us what that means foolishness and pride and rebellion so mark baxter uh on the book discover your blind spots give us some insights on those three components in this segment on the radio show yeah, let, let me go ahead, Chaz, and start off with transference. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a redirection of feelings and desires, and especially those unconsciously retained from childhood toward a new object. So in other words, a lot of things that we transfer, transference, um, we can transfer our feelings, um, what's happened to us onto somebody else by a, a memory. Um, as a pastor, you could be preaching on something and have those same people in your congregation for 20 years and all of a sudden you're preaching on some subject and you say the wrong thing, it brings up their uncle that they could not stand, that they absolutely hated, and now you become the uncle at the pulpit that oh they my. hate. So now they're transferring those feelings on you, Dad. And I think this probably happens a lot in the marriage environment, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of the baggage that you have before you got married, when, when a wife or husband says something, you go, oh, another person said that, and you just transfer that whole thing onto the spouse or uh, brother or sister or whatever the relationship is. And uh, so transference is a, a real challenge, but how, how do you think God wants us to handle that? Well, we've, we've, got to, we've got to recognize um, somebody has to help us, the Holy Spirit, or somebody has to help us that's in the congregation or wherever we're at to uh, point out the transference of what we're actually doing. But once again, we've got to be able to let our pride go and embrace it. So really, it sounds like, you know, Holy Spirit is, for those of you who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, one of the components of receiving Jesus Christ is you receive his spirit within and he helps convict and convince of sin and also helps us understand how to make the right steps. Sometimes, my friend, I've discovered that those right steps include the person to your left or to your right or somebody whom you haven't really esteemed that highly. God will actually use that person to uh, be involved in the healing process. And so transference is a real challenge and you've got the foolishness component and also pride and rebellion. Where would you like to go with this uh, pastor Author Mark Baxter. Um, 
I, I think that the foolishness one is, uh, you know, the silly fool it talks about in Proverbs 1-7 and the scorning fool in Proverbs 13-1. Um, the founder of the vineyard had a, had a nice coin phrase, um, I'm a fool for Christ, who's fool are you? So in other words, if we're going to be a fool, let's be a fool for Christ, you know. And um, we, we, can, we can be uh, followers of Jesus and, and, and still be foolish in the eyes of man, but at the same time, we're just being foolish. Uh, look at David, King David, danced in the streets with an ephod on and nothing else. That's pretty foolish. And we're talking about a king here mm-hmm. with a priestly garment on. Wow. So so what would you say is the overriding message here in dealing with foolishness? First of all, we, we've, got to, we've got to figure out why, why, are, why are we treating people, why are we being a fool to people in the first place? What is it that's driving us to that? What component is taking us that direction? And, you know, it says a fool will fall in its own trap in the Bible. And so, you know, we, we've, got to, we've got to come to grips, first of all, that if we're being foolish, why are we being foolish? Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit, once again, is, is the key there. The Holy Spirit's the, the mirror uh, in our lives that points these things out. And, uh, if, 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 uh, you know, it just keeps going back to it. We cannot be prideful and hear the Holy Spirit. Wow. You know, you made an interesting uh variation there, and I want you to speak a little bit to this because you're a man uh, that has observed these things and God is used to inspire others. We talk about foolishness, and there's that just everyday foolishness being actually foolish that is unprofitable, but then there's a foolishness, uh, I want to be, you say your pastor would talk about being a fool for God. There's a foolishness that deals with vulnerability and vulnerability rightly applied is actually turning the world's foolishness into wisdom. So would you talk just very briefly about the difference between the world's foolishness and being a, a fool or vulnerable to Jesus and and the different results that can be gleaned from those. Yeah, so to, to me, it's, it's, if we want to further the kingdom, um, he'll use us to confound the wine. <laughs> and it's, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. I, I can't pull it out of my head right now. Uh, the, the address of the scripture, but he uses our foolishness to confound the wise, and and therefore they are the ones that look foolish, and not us. Yes, 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 yes. I hope, my listening friend, that these things are stirring you because each one of us have these components and Holy Spirit wants us to, um, he wants to help us clean up our act because he has big things in store for us, not only to us, but through us. Talk about pride and rebellion, uh, Pastor Mark. That's really, those are really two big biggies, aren't they? In particular, pride. Wow. Yeah, uh, pride, pride and rebellion. I mean, we can have a good pride. Let's, let's start off with that. We can have a good pride. We can be prideful of our kids that that are going to graduate, uh, prideful for our, our, our son or daughter that are getting married. We can have that kind of pride. But when we have a pride that boasts us and makes us all puffed up, now that's not the pride we want to have. And, and rebellion, when you go into deep into rebellion, uh, rebellion is the same as witchcraft. And that's a scary place to dwell. Wow, it sure is. So that was that's an interesting and very telling scripture. You know, um, I, I don't particularly want to do this, Lord. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Well, you know, God sees rebellion as really the roots of witchcraft. Are you kidding me? Well, it makes us maybe rethink our rebellion. And don't wouldn't you say it always comes back to uh, our vulnerability to the Lord? And then once we are are vulnerable to Him, then He starts b- the building blocks 
to to make us whom we've been called to be. So talk to a little bit more about the Pride and Rebellion, because uh, we have maybe a minute or so left in this segment. Uh, okay. By, by the way, my listening friend, we're talking with author and pastor Mark Baxter and his brand new book called Discover Your Blind Spots. Later on in the show, we'll give you information on how to find out more about the book and perhaps even order a billion or two of them. Go ahead, Mark. We'll talk about uh, Pride and Rebellion and maybe your uh, directives uh, on how to combat these things. Yeah, so so um, if we look at Proverbs sixteen eighteen, we see pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So if pride comes before the fall, there is going to be a fall. I mean, the scripture talks about it. And so when we're prideful, um, we're going to fall in one way or another, because that's not the way God designed us to be. God designed us to be lovers of Him, and if we're lovers of Him, we're going to be lovers of others as well. And rebellion is an act of violent or open resistance to an established government or ruler. And so um, if, if we're rebellious in, in our lives, um, it just in, in everyday things, not, e- not even towards God, but if we're just rebellious towards authority in our lives, uh, we're going to go right into the pride before the fall. Wow. Wow. And, and there's a scripture that talks about a just man or a righteous man. Uh, falls seven times and rises up again. I think it's a proverb. But the the, the issue is not necessarily necessarily the fall, but uh, how long you stayed fallen and how God wants to rise you up again. And once again, Amen. it gets back to the humility and the willingness to hear God's voice yep. and uh, change your ways. Speak a little bit about that in the minute or so that we yep. have left. Yeah, in fact, uh, in Proverbs eleven two, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Wow. Say that and again, Pastor. Yeah, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. So when we're a humble person and, and full of humility, just like Jesus was, his wisdom came out, and, and, and people were—it it confounded the wise people. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to—and to close this segment in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to pray over us, particularly on the subjects of pride and rebellion. I'm going to have you pray over our listeners in that light. But before we do, my listening friend, we've got another— um, uh, 15 or 20 minutes left in this show. I don't want to let this go by, but to give you a prayer line, and there's a, a counselor on the other end of the line, if this is stirring you and uh, you think God wants to intervene and help you get out of these challenging things, let me give you a phone line, 858-535-9090. Once again, it's a dedicated prayer line. You'll, you'll only be open for the remainder of this show, but it's 858-535-9090, and there'll be a prayer warrior on the other side. So to close this seg- segment, would you take about a minute and either pray or declare over uh, listeners that are listening to this show and to allow Holy Spirit to combat the pride and rebellion issues in their, our lives? Pastor Mark Baxter? Yes, um, I'd, I'd just like to first of all say to those of you that are dealing with pride and rebellion out there that you know you are and that you say that you can't get away from it, that it's just who you are. Um, that's a lie from the evil one right out of the gate. And so I just want to pray for you right now. Look, Father, I just thank you that you're breaking pride and rebellion in men and women out there right now, the listeners, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that you love us too much to leave us how we are, that you don't want us to walk in pride, and you definitely don't want us to be rebellious. Lord, that you want us to be lovers of you and lovers of others. And I thank you, God, right now that people are laying down the pride that people are right now looking at the rebellion and repenting. And we just bless you, love you, and thank you for the listeners. 
that are, are being prompted by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Oh, thank, thank you, Mark Baxter. We're going to be back after this commercial break, but we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the other blind spot components uh, that really mess with relationships. And I know that uh, that speaks to me, and it may speak to you as well, but Mark Baxter and his book, Discover Your Blind Spots, we'll be right back to talk more about that. So do not go away. Um, Pastor Mark Baxter and Kaz will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Okay, we're back with the co-host Mark Baxter, author of a brand new book called Discover Your Blind Spots. And in this entire hour, we've been discovering our blind spots. And the last segment, the mark of your book really hits home. It's talking about the blind spots, which can actually destroy relationship. And uh, we've got several bullet points here, and I'm going to kind of list them, and I'm going to have you kind of jump in and uh, use the what we call balm of Gilead and uh, let the Holy Spirit do healing on you, my listening friend. These uh, blind spots that can destroy relationships, I'm going to bullet point them here, but think about what you've just done, gone through on, on, uh, on, on Christmas and New Year's. Perhaps some of these wounds have been rubbed raw, and God wants to heal those. The blind spot uh, that destroys relationship can include arrogance, anger, and control of another person, temptation, lust, addiction, and unforgiveness. Now, uh, Mark Baxter, discover your blind spots. Speak to these bullet points. Would you be so kind in doing so? Yeah, I can. Um, you know, first of all, I just want to give a disclaimer. Reading, reading my book, if you get my book, it is not the fix-all book. That's the Holy Spirit's job to show you what you need. And I want to just, I, I just want to touch base on arrogance uh, first. Um, I, you know, I was an arrogant young man, and uh, I believe that I was God's gift to women. I thought I was the best-looking guy around. I thought every woman should look at me, and um, I couldn't pass a mirror without fixing my hair and had to look good <laughs> wherever I was going. And I, I realized that um, later on that I had just was living a legend in my own mind. And it was really sad when the Holy Spirit pointed that out to me. Arrogance is a real tough place to live because nobody likes you. Um, uh, I, I thought everybody liked me, but I found out later on not too many people did because they said I was arrogant. And here I didn't even recognize that. And I want to hit on a little bit on anger and control. Anger is a good thing and can be your best friend if it's channeled in a righteous manner. Say that again. That's a very vital point. Anger is your best friend if you learn how to channel it in a righteous manner. Turn it into holiness. Jesus did not sin but he did get angry. And, uh, you know, and we, if we go to the anger for spouses, um, we don't want to be sleeping on the couch when we get in an argument. We want to say, I agree to disagree. Uh, and um, it, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah, and the scripture t- says, do not, ang- you can be angry, but do not sin. So is that what you're talking about there, Mark? Yes, absolutely. And so anger is not a good thing unless it's a righteous anger. It causes you all sorts of problems uh, physically um, because you are not meant to be angry in an unrighteous manner, so you're not at rest when you're um, unrighteously angry. Um, Control. Control is a big one. Um, What if I was to say that uh, getting control uh, pushes God out of the way? You're literally... uh, 
bigger than God, pushing him out of the way. We can't be bigger than God, but he's a he's a gentleman, and he will allow us to push him out of the way if we want to take control of our own life. My, my. Um, I like to say that, you know, when we're in a storm of life, God will pull us in a life raft, and um, we'll pull so hard on that life raft, we'll literally pull the ropes right off his hands, right through his fingers. My. And that's the control thing. We do not want to be in control. Uh, temptation. Let me touch on temptation. Temptation is not a sin. It's only a sin if we chase it and it turns into full growth and becomes a sin. But temptation itself, we're going to run into all the time. You walk out of the church, temptation's waiting. The enemy's constantly wanting to tempt us about something. Now, a big one right here, we're coming up to is lust. L U S T, lust. Yeah, lust is just as big inside the church as it is outside the church, sad enough to say. And I want to just quickly, um, my opening statement in the lust chapter is lust is like an ice cream sandwich on steroids. <laughs> Both types of lust are on the outside cookie parts, and the pleasure of lust itself is being the ice cream in between. And so um, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and, and we're supposed to stay away from both of those. And when we don't, then we're, we're, we're out of sorts. We're outside the umbrella of God's Holy Spirit and protection. Wow. And, and so when we, talk, when we talk about lust in, in, uh, in, in men especially, um, pornography magazines is big, even in the church. It's huge. And um, it's, it's a closet sin, basically. Um, and then Internet porn is like a pornography magazine on steroids. And, you know, we, we have all these closet sins going on, and nobody wants to be accountable. And the biggest part in the church where, where people fall is because they aren't accountable to somebody, and then they don't take responsibility for what they do wrong. Wow. And when we do take responsibility, we begin to hear the Holy Spirit, and we, and, and, and we begin to weep. Uh, we begin to weep because we're, we're, we're not just hurting ourselves. But we're literally hurting Jesus and what he's trying to do in our lives and through our lives. Wow. We've got about two minutes left in this segment. Let me, let me make a, a, an observation here, and then I'm going to have you close it out and give a website so people can find out more about ordering your book. We talked in this segment about the arrogance and anger and control and temptation and lust. It seems to me that when these things run unabated in our lives, that happen, what happens is what's known as addiction, which is something that uh, Pastor Mark Baxter talks about in his book, Discover Your Blind Spots, as well. And this ad- addiction uh, can be circumvented by intervention of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So uh, unforgiveness is a big part of this as well. By which, you know, we realize that we don't forgive ourselves and we don't believe anybody else wants to forgive us as well. So part of it is allowing God to forgive us and then let that forgiveness function in our lives. We've got about a minute or so left in this. So I I would like you to speak into the lives of people before we do and we close this segment. My wonderful Mark Baxter, author and uh, pastor, is I I would uh, like to have you give a way that people can find out more about your books. Yeah, um, I just first of all like to pray over the people um, that that are dealing with addiction and unforgiveness. And um, when we forgive somebody it doesn't mean what they did was right. It just frees us up. It gives us the key to the cell to let ourselves out. Very good. We've we've got 30 seconds left in this segment, so give us your word of encouragement, and then we'll close this. I mean, the two hours go very quickly, as as you know, Mark. So lay it on us. 
Well, Father, I thank you for those that you're already freeing from addiction, those that you're already, uh, Holy Spirit, you are already speaking to about addiction, and that, Lord, you are showing them the way out. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, you give a way of escape. Uh, that uh, any 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 man that's going through something, someone else is going through the same thing down the road. And and for my listening friends right now, uh, they, they're dealing for un, with unforgiveness. Um, put it in the courtroom of God's heart, as Leah Coulter says in her book, Repentance and Forgiveness. Um, just just give God permission to change your heart to forgive others. Wow. So that you're free. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, Discover Your Blind Spots, uh, newly published. How can people find out more about that, Mark Baxter? Uh, currently, uh, Discover Your Blind Spots is on Amazon. It should be on Kindle by Monday, if not today. Um, you can pick it up at, uh, you can also order it on worldwidepublishing.com. That's my publisher's site. If you want an autographed uh, book, want me to sign it and send it to you, you can go on Instagram on Holy Fire Books and you can private message me on there or you can go on Facebook and friend me and private message me on there and I'd love to send you a book. Wow. Uh, sign, I let the Holy Spirit lead me and I write things in it, scriptures and so on and so forth. So, uh, discover uh, Your Blind Spots, authored by Mark Baxter, my friend. I hope this two-hour show has inspired you to become the writer whom you've been called to be and uh, Mark Baxter has been an honor having you co-host with me for this hour. My listening friend, more good stuff coming next week and beyond. So thank you for joining us on Come Together San Diego. So long. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.